0: Understand it. Understand it. I'm a fucking bandit. Understand it. I'm a fucking bandit. Need touches of
1: Welcome to Stogie from the Road, a podcast for the everyday truck driver. Here we talk about life on the road and everything in between. I am your faithful trucking servant, Stogie the Trucker, and I'm joined by my faithful companion, Bonnie, the One-Eyed Wonder Dog. So if you're out there burning up that highway tonight or just sitting at home relaxing, I want you to turn up that dial and enjoy this episode of Stogie from the Road. Oh no, I'm the fucking bandit. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Stogie from the Road. I am your faithful mother trucking servant, Stogie the Trucker. And guess who's tardy today? You know what guys, I'm just going to be upfront and honest with you. I can't have Bonnie in here when I'm doing a podcast, I'm sorry. Because within 2.2 seconds of her being in here, she starts sleeping. And when she starts sleeping, she starts snoring. And this microphone, this high-dollar microphone that I spent good money on, will pick it up, and you won't hear a damn word I've got to say. Now, I'm sure this will entertain the ever-living shit out of you, but we're not doing that. We're not going there. So, hey, how are you? Welcome back. I'm sorry. I missed a day the other day. I actually missed two days. It's been crazy. Sorry. Fucking sue me. I can't. I, I wanted to do a podcast every single day that I'm home, and uh, I, I I got a I got a problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna basically come clean with you guys on here on this podcast because we're all friends, right? We're all fucking friends. You're not gonna tell anybody, are you? Um, I have an addiction. It's called polishing my truck, and for two days, I uh, I started out to where I bought a new polisher. About bought that Makita that Mr. Evan from Evan's Detailing and Polishing uses. And I was like, hey, it's good enough for fucking Evan. The old Pope of polishing, it's good enough for me. So I get it. And that son of a bitch. That freaking polishing machine. That's like 6,600 RPMs. I told Evan it was like trying to handle for eight hours a pissed off Rottweiler. It flew out of my hands once. I polished my entire shin. It was great. So anyway, I've been polishing my truck for the past two days. I'm trying to get it ready for truck show season. So fucking sue me. I'm sorry. I'm only one guy. I can only do so much. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Anyway, I'm back. I'm going to crank out these podcasts. I want to get as many as I can done before I got to hit the old
0: highway.
1: Anyway, so I've got my little uh, my little libation here. My little drinky poo. I've got uh, some Maker's Mark tonight. You know? Because, fuck yeah, that's why.
0: Oh, that's tasty.
1: And I've got a nice uh, My father Cigar. One of my favorite cigars. Two of my favorite cigars. People always ask me, Stogie, what's your favorite cigar? Is it a Cuban? No, it's not a fucking Cuban. What's your favorite cigar? My favorite cigars are... Number one would be... A a tie for number one would be my father cigars or Tatuaje cigars. Okay? So write that shit down. If you want a good cigar, you wouldn't uh you want to know what it's like to smoke like Stogie, my father cigars or Tatuaje cigars. Either one of those two, um you can't lose. I think that's the way cigars should be made. Yes, I love Fuente. Yes, I love Perdomo. He actually used to work for Rocky. Some of his stuff's good. Some of his stuff is...
0: Wah, wah, wah.
1: Okay. But uh, anyway, so that's my favorite cigars. My Father's Cigars, Tatuaje Cigars, Illusione Cigars are really good. Caldwell Cigars are really good. So shout out to Pete Johnson from Tatuaje, Eric Parkinson from My Father's Cigars, uh, Robert Caldwell from Caldwell Cigars, Uh just all of them. is amazing cigar. That's kind of like, uh, it's, uh, very boutique very boutique cigar, but great cigars. Anyway, so yeah, I'm back here in the studio. I'm doing a bunch of shit today. I tell you what, the last few days have been just endless. I'm revamping the whole, uh, video editing and studio editing stuff. Um, switched over to Pro Tools for audio editing and, uh, da vinci for video editing so I'm going to see a lot more video coming out soon uh including the gopro and the drone and all that stuff because da vinci is so much easier than that god dang premiere pro so we're done with that shit we're done beating our head against the wall and and fighting that fight and uh, Pro Tools is the way to go, Starting to, I'm going to start arranging my own music because I don't know if you guys knew this, I, we used to be a professional musician, and uh, it's nice, it's nice to be able to have that creative outlet once again. So we're doing that, a lot of great things in the mix, getting things ready for the truck show season, coming out with a line of merch, we're going to be doing that, hats and hoodies and stuff, the Bonnie line and the Stogie from the Road line, and the Beard Care product line. As you notice, I have a glorious beard. I feed my beard two baby rabbits every morning to get it to grow. And then I crack open a bald eagle egg and rub that in. And that's what causes my beard to look just so glorious. It's awesome. I'm I'm going to grow a beard so big that there's going to be snow on top of it. Because it's going to reach the heavens. Jesus, Sean. Anyway so how are you guys you good you're doing good you're driving down the highway tonight you're staring through the old fucking windshield chugging that loves 100 mile coffee to that pilot poo in a cup you guys cranking it away you guys already late even before you picked it up You got some dispatcher climbing up your asshole telling you when the fuck you're going to be there. You got some broker going, Hello, this is Chad or this is Steve. Do you know when you will approximately arrive at your location? Motherfucker, you know and I know your name's not Chad or Steve. I guarantee you there's a hawk in it. Don't lie. And they call you every five minutes. Wake your ass up at... Tooth hurdy in the morning saying, uh, want to know what your current location is, even though we've got an app that's tracking you, but we need to justify our existence by calling you. God dang, Sean, you're freaking dead. that's the most racist ass shit. Jesus, you gotta do the accent. Listen, dickheads, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking about here. And if I just grabbed you by the pussy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. So, are you out there you hitting it hard, you doing the good doing the good work out there? That unappreciated shit for everybody, all those unappreciative assholes out there that are so sick and tired of you. Well, let's freaking talk about it cuz I dealt with an asshole this week and I have been chomping at the bit to talk about this pop tart. This guy and I think he deleted his comment because I just went back to look at it. Hold on. Let me look in the old bat phone here. Let me find his name because I don't give a shit. I don't give a damn it about this guy. So anyway, this guy, I post in my little community page all the time. People ask me questions about trucking and my community is great. Every Everybody's been fantastic. I just love them to pieces, right? Ah, there he is. Old David. David if you want to know what his name is and if you want to send him some fan mail please go to my facebook page and you will you will easily find this uh this stellar individual and uh find out what he has to say about truck drivers okay so anyway people in my community they always ask me you know stogie got a question for you and i'm like hey what and they go, how much does it cost to fill up one of those trucks? You know, with fuel prices the way they are. So I posted this little screenshot of this overly exorbitant high amount that this dude just put in his tank. And I was like, well, this gives you an idea. That's all I said. I didn't say anything. People ask me all the time what this is like and what we, what we pay. And this is what it is. Wasn't bitching, wasn't doing anything. And this fucking Mary... This gosh dang look, I'm not making any judgments about this guy, but I'm pretty sure he's seen one up close. Just saying. Anyway, he goes, And I quote, David W. If you're gonna bitch about your job, expect to tell expect people to tell you that there are other jobs. We need truck drivers, taxi drivers, retail cashiers, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You aren't special because you drive a truck nor is your job any deadlier than similar producing jobs it's not a hard job to do or learn okay actually that was his second comment his first comment was if i remember correctly i didn't save it but his first comment was uh something to the effect of if you're going to drive a big rig expect to do big rig or expect to pay big rig prices you know there are other jobs hiring right And I'm like, you motherfucker. All right, I got something for your ass. So I had at him, right? And uh, it proceeded to where this guy just wouldn't give. I mean, he kept going and going. And I tried to school the little son of a bitch. And uh, (laughs) he just, he had all kinds of stuff to say. I mean, actually, the first thing I said was, take it easy, little fella. It's not my fault. Some trucker hurt you and never called you back. He didn't like that at all. But uh, he basically said in one of his comments, this was a doozy. I asked him, well, well, what do you do for a living since you're so much better than us truck drivers? He goes, I'm a helicopter mechanic on the side and build commercial airplanes on the side. Doing a lot of shit on the side there, aren't you? I wonder what else you do on the side there. Does it rhyme with OnlyFans? Anyway, uh, I've done full engine rebuilds in the garage. Only thing I hate doing is transmission work. Nyeh. My mechanical ability is just fine. I've driven Striker through downtown Seattle. I have no reason, want, desire to drive anything bigger. I acknowledge it takes skill. However, it's easily acquired in seven-week course. Screw you guys. Sorry, I added my Cartman in there. You guys can ask questions about myself before you assume things that are simply wrong. Okay? All right. So, seven-week course, huh? Got it all figured out at seven weeks. Get your CDL. You're good to go. That's all there is. Let me have a cigar here before I unpack this. You fucking bag of which one douches. At seven weeks, you are legally allowed to operate a commercial motor vehicle safely. But technically, you don't know shit about shit when you get your CDL. Especially in today's society. They teach you just enough to turn the son of a bitch on... And not to wreck before you get out of the parking lot. After that, it's pretty much teach yourself, Jacko. That's it. It sucks to say, I hate to say that about my industry, but honest to God, most companies <clears throat> where I I was trained, uh let's see, how do I how do I say who trained me? It rhymes with Boyd Brothers. Anyway, where I learned how to drive a truck, I think I only was I only successfully backed up a truck three times before I got my CDL. And that was honestly, honest to God, folks. When I successfully completed my CDL test, I literally told the lady, nobody's more surprised that I passed this than me. Now, granted, I was self-deprecating. I was super excited, things like that. But just the level of fucking training I got was abysmal, just abysmal. It was very kind of like, do this, do that. They would never teach you the why. They would just say, turn your wheel hard left, turn your wheel hard right, turn your wheel hard left. I'm like, why hard left? Why hard right? I remember yelling at my fucking instructor because of that shit. Like, tell me the why, you jack dick. So I don't want to go down that trail. What I'm trying to say is, in today's society, you get your CDL But you get it with minimal, minimal training. It is up to you to teach yourself, to learn, to learn from others, to be proactive, to really figure out this craft. It's an art form. And until you do it, you don't fucking know. And this is why I get so pissed off at my fellow truck drivers that are out there making us look fucking bad with their dirty-ass t-shirts and their fucking ass hanging out of the back of their pants because the first thing everybody thinks is, well, any fucking idiot can do this job. Okay. There's no negating. Hold on, let me get rid of my keys. There's no negating that there's some real jack nuts at drive trucks. Okay? We don't get to follow them around. We don't know how much they hit throughout the week. We don't know what they do. Okay? But people that truly care about this job that truly give a damn, that truly put their heart and soul into this job, how fucking dare you, you little dickhead, to sit there and say that we are some insignificant bunch, that anybody could do this job. You are full of shit. Personally, I think the guy was trolling me, because what he was saying was so generalized, and so blatantly geared to get me all... I don't know what to say jacked up that I I truly had a hard time believing he was serious it was so asinine what he was saying but what pisses me off about it is there are truly people that think that they truly think that this is an easy job you know one guy commented he was like well you don't have to worry about it pretty soon there will be self automated trucks and you'll be out of a job here soon anyway ha 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 ha. I think it's so funny that you dumb son of a bitches out there. If you're listening to this and you truly think in your lifetime you are going to see a self-automated truck going up and down the highways and byways of this country completely unattended or just somebody sitting in there taking notes and monitoring, you are smoking your fucking socks. It is not going to happen. There is no technology to date or will you see any technology in your lifetime that is going to make sure that it can replace the human element that comes into trucking example going uh eastbound on 90 right out of idaho into montana on lookout right and it's a zigzaggy road heading up that mountain and i was Relatively light, so I w- I had to hammer down. Right, I'm in the the slow lane. It's two lane going eastbound, with a concrete divider subre- uh, separating westbound lane. And I had my CB on. You know, you know that thing. Some of you guys don't fucking use. Well, here's an example on why you need to use it. So I'm going eastbound. Guy gets on the CB. He's like, Hey, Orange Pete, you're getting ready to come up to a term and there is a cab over. Hauling a bull rack. That's a cow trailer for you uh regular folk out there. Hauling a bull rack. He broke down in the slow lane. Sitting there. Got the triangles out. Get in the hammer lane. You're going to smack right into him. Ten foe, fo, I scooted over. As soon as I got into that lane fully. And my trailer was fully in that lane. I came around that corner and whammo. There he is. Now you're going to tell me that an automated truck is going to be able to stop? Is there going to be a magic device up in the sky that's going to talk about a trailer or a truck or something that just happened right there in the road that that truck is going to be able to react to that? I mean, guys, if you're not a truck driver, you guys don't know this, but most truck drivers, and some of you guys can attest to this, most truck drivers know we've seen it. Some of these self-automating trucks because you look at them coming down the road they got 5,000 fucking cameras sticking off the side of them it's just it's, you could see it a mile away 5,000 cameras all across the visor and all down the side and all that shit slap dab in the middle of the damn road because the truck got confused the thing did a reboot shut down Said the dashboard just had a big fucking question mark on it it said I just I can't I don't understand what to do and the truck shuts down And next thing you know, we got four hours of damn traffic because there's an 18-wheeler in the middle of the road. Confused. You're not going to see self-automated robot trucks going up and down the road. Kiss my ass. It's not going to happen. Stop it. Just stop it. I know Elon Musk has sold you a little dream. It's not going to happen. I can't tell you how many times I've seen his pieces of shit on the back of a fucking diesel powered wrecker but I digress anyway so a lot of these people especially out here in fucking Washington State the liberal mecca of the United States they're just blissfully unaware of how stupid they are you're not going to see that you're not going to get rid of truck drivers you're not going to get rid of trucking this is another thing this little jack dick said He said that you guys clog up traffic on the highway and I think if a semi-truck gets in the left lane, you should lose your CDL. Well, David W., I am so thankful that nobody gives a fuck what you think. This dude, I mean, honest to God. Go on my Facebook, you'll see him. You'll totally understand why I'm wildly unimpressed, unimpressed with his opinion. And his opinion actually goes in line with the way he looks. Just... Anyway, just the facts, Sean. Stick with the facts. So this guy, he just, he hates truck drivers. He hates truck drivers. I mean, of course, because, you know, we're done playing COVID theater, so... We're, we're good there. We don't have to kiss truck driver ass anymore because we're getting what we need when we need it so we can go back to brake checking us and flipping us off and all the other bullshit you dickheads do. But that's what I'm talking about. So this is kind of twofold. My, my complaint, my rant here is twofold. One, truck drivers, clean up your fucking acts so we can stop giving this dickhead his damn excuses to hate us. And number two, you dickheads out there that are listening to this that think like this, you're a dickhead. You're a jackass. You're so fucking naive, you probably still believe in Santa Claus and the Easter money. You you bitch and piss and complain and moan about how inconvenient truck drivers are to you. You talk about hard. Oh, your job isn't all that dangerous. Our job, and this is a fact, go on I'mRight.com, Google it, A truck driver's job is statistically more dangerous than the average police officer. How do you like them fucking apples? Okay? We're wildly underpaid. We have to sit for free nine times out of ten. When we're stuck in traffic for four hours, we get paid by the mile, folks. So if we're in traffic for four hours and we go half a mile per hour, what does that tell you? We're making no money. None. It's frustrating, but it's what we deal with. Yeah, we make good money, but if you break down the hours that we're away from home, we don't make good money. We do it because we love it. We care about this job. We care about our country. We have pride in the heritage of what we do. And we, we do it with passion. Some of these guys, I mean, these are the same guys that they go to work and they talk about work being a safe space. Safe space. What the fuck is even, what what even is a safe space? There's no such thing as a safe space for a truck driver. At any moment, we could have one of you fuckheads pull out in front of us, brake check us, cut us off, and we put our truck into the middle of the damn field just because you're late for hot spin class Nancy I had a lady in I think it was Iowa recently I don't know I forget where the fuck it was passing me on my right I'm in the, I'm in the hammer lane I'm getting ready to I got my blinker on I'm getting ready to move over on the right hand side apparently she is just too put out with me and she decides to pass me on my right which is just a great idea Turn signal on everything. I didn't see her ass until she popped up in my little dummy window in my door. I'm like, you bitch. So I jerked it back over to the left-hand side. She gets in front of me, starts fishtailing. She gets in the hammer lane. I get in the freaking granny lane. She slams on her brakes, gets behind me, and she's riding my ass to the point where I can't even see her behind my trailer. It's at night. Then she gets up next to me. Pulls up next to me, and what do I see? I see that gigantic tablet of a phone. And, of course, the pop socket on the back of the phone with the bedazzled phone case. Oh, my God. Folks, you know the type. Bet you anything her name was Jessica. She's filming me and just... (sighs) Lady, you fucked up. You fucked up. From the time that I put my turn signal on to go to the right... You were not there. I checked my mirrors. And then I'm moving over. And I see you zip out from behind my trailer while I'm moving over. And zip up next to my window. And you pop up in my little window in the door. It happened so damn fast. I could not believe she got her Subaru there that fucking quickly. And then wound up scaring the shit out of herself. So, and instead of realizing that she screwed up by passing me on the right-hand side from being impatient, she decided to film me. You know, and I would like to say that I was frustrated by it, but at this point right now, the level of stupid that I see cars pull on the road I it just, it's just kind of like there. There's another one, you know. Don't even get me started on you guys freaking merging onto the highway. You don't understand the merging thing. You have no concept. If you are not a commercial truck driver, you have. A lot of you guys have no concept of merging, do you? By a show of hands, how many of you? How many of you understand that it's your gosh damn responsibility to be up to speed and get your ass moving or fall back. When you're merging onto the highway, I own that lane, not you. It is not my responsibility to move the fuck over. You do not know what's on my left-hand side. I could have a family of four on my left-hand side that your stupid ass can't see out of your Prius or your Tesla or your Subaru or whatever it is your fucking ass drives. You have no idea what's on my left side, but you expect me to either slam my 80,000-pound vehicle's brakes on Or move the fuck over because your highness is coming onto the highway and we all need to make room for your fucking existence. You stupid son of a bitch. Oh my god. Mm. I hope somebody spits in your Starbucks. Anyway, I could go on and on. But this guy was a prime example of that mindset of how truckers are an inconvenient truth truckers are this insignificant thing that you cannot wait till it comes to pass well buddy david w i can promise you i'm gonna outlast you you're going to grow old and gray waiting for me to be out of a job And I'm going to still be working. I'm going to still be enjoying my job. I'm still going to be in your fucking way. I'm still going to be buttering your bread, you ungrateful little bastard. I'm never going to go away. Elon Musk can try all day long to put us truck drivers out of business. But it's not gonna fucking happen. Yeah, granted, we might be all driving automated, automatics, automated trucks here soon. That's probably going to happen. I hate it. You hate it. We hate it. But we're not going anywhere. It's just not going to happen. We're all probably going to lose our hoods eventually. That's probably another inconvenient truth. I I can tell you right now, I'm going to hate it. However, us being out of a job because we are in your way is never going to happen. I'm going to stay in your way. When you're behind me, honking your horn, flailing your arms, and I'm doing my job responsibly and legally, and I'm taking my time with the mindset that I am keeping everybody around me safe, yet you want me to be in a hurry and be unsafe because you're late for work, Because you are up too late doing God knows what. I'm not moving. So while I see you in my rearview mirror and I see your arms flailing and you're screaming your little head off and you're throwing your little mantrum, just know that I'm in the comfort of that 18 wheeler, giggling my ass off at you. You fucking child you toddler it's never going to go away now what happens after I kick off I'm dead and gone Say, la vie. I don't know but while I'm here I'm going to do the best I possibly can to preserve this industry and preserve what we do for the benefit of us and you know what for the benefit of you too young grateful bastard you know People, you, you all, y'all loved us during the pandemic. That was the funniest thing about it, because part of it was a great feeling. I was like, God dang it, we're finally appreciated. People finally care about us, truck drivers. They're not going to take us for granted anymore. People are going to care about us, and they see the light. Lord have mercy, they saw the light. They saw the importance of what a truck driver is (laughs) for this country. And man, as soon as COVID was over and you guys could get out there on the old highway, they quit caring. We were back to getting flipped off again, brake checked again, merging like douchebags. During COVID, People were volunteering their time to come out to the truck stops, coming out the way stations, coming out the way stations and handing out food for us. Now I will tell you, it was very, very nice this Christmas. Uh, On Christmas day before Christmas Eve, I was actually—I thought I wasn't going to make it home for Christmas this year—and. I was stuck in Ellensburg, Washington. I was like an hour and 45 minutes away from home, but they shut down the mountain pass. And I was like, God dang it, I'm almost there. I'm not going to make it home for Christmas. Another storm was getting ready to come in. I'm like, I'm screwed. Totally screwed. And there was this two older ladies and an older guy came uh, by my truck. They, weren't even, they didn't come by my truck. I was actually out walking Bonnie, as a matter of fact. We are walking in the snow. And, uh, excuse the siren. It's Washington State. What do you expect? Some homeless guys probably peeing on another homeless guy's head. Anyway, they came by and uh, gave me a bag full of cookies and candy for Christmas. It was like a little uh, trucker Christmas thing. And I was like, wow, that's cool. I appreciate that. Kind of got choked up a little bit. Like, there's some people that still do care. And it's nice. It's nice to have that feeling. It's nice to have that uh, level of appreciation when we get out there. But by and large, people are all pretty cool. But there's always, I mean, and man, you could set your freaking watch to it. There is always (sighs) this sect of society to where they think that we just need to go all truck drivers need to go by the wayside or get rid of them we don't need them anymore we got self-driving we could have self-driving technology and that'll completely replace them well folks yeah you can have your little prius drive up and down the road while you read your favorite dean Kuntz novel and probably get away with it but a semi, it's not going to happen. There are so, so many myths that go alongside uh, that autonomous truck thing. And I found this article in, in trucknews.com. And they were talking about the the myths that go alongside self-driving self-driving trucks and it's actually quite fascinating it says in here we are still a long way from seeing true driverless trucks on public roads it might not even happen in our lifetime aircraft for example still require a pilot and co-pilot even though the planes can be operated on autopilot for much of its journey it could be the same as for trucking I still don't see the motoring public being willing anytime soon to share the road with a truly driverless big rig and show me the politician who's going to make push that through. It's just, it's not, it's not going to happen. And that's a great point. I'm not saying that you could cause as much decimation with a truck as you could an airplane but pretty fucking close pretty fucking close folks you could take out a small village with a semi-truck you're talking 80,000 pounds 80,000 pounds and this is something that a lot of you guys don't understand how hard truck drivers are pushed to get that load there within a reasonable time to satisfy the general public you guys want your next day bullshit or next, you know, same day bullshit and all that stuff you guys want, all that convenience that Amazon and all these companies push on you that you guys just love, all that convenience, right? You think none of that has anything to do with trucking? You think none of that has anything to do with how hard truck drivers are pushed? Folks, I ran. Just take reefer, for example. A lot of people talk bullshit about guys that drive reefer or van trucks. That's mainly a lot of produce, a lot of your home goods, you know, things like that. Do you have any idea what the time constraints are for loads like that? When you're talking about perishable items, when you're talking about food that people need that your fat ass needs and when you need it we're and I'm telling you no joke we're talking zero time for anything other than a possible one to two times during your trip during your 11 hour drive bathroom break and it better get done during your fuel break so imagine, I'm going to give you kind of a breakdown of a day for a truck driver that's running reefer with a tight schedule. He's going to get up. Say his his wagon's loaded. He's going to get up. He is going to hit the road. He or she, sorry. Or they, or them, or whatever fucking pronoun you want to use. I can't even believe I had to fucking say that. Anyway, gets up. Turns that freaking truck on. Does his pre-trip. Hits that start button on his clock. Because, hey, dickheads, we have a timer in our truck on how long we can drive. Okay, and that that schedule, usually by that broker or whoever's in charge, gives you 2.2 extra minutes based upon the math that goes into that run. He's going to get up. He's gonna fuel off the clock, hopefully if he's lucky. So he's gonna fill up his tank, all right? He's gonna hit the road, and he's gonna put his foot in it for eight hours straight. Not gonna let off that throttle for eight hours straight. Eight hours. He's gonna stop, take a 30-minute break. 30-minute break get something to eat, go to the bathroom, fuel if he needs to. That's actually, you can't fuel on your 30-minute break. You go, whatever, don't even get me started. So you take a fucking 30-minute break, right? And take his 30-minute break, got to get on the road, and he's going to drive for another three hours. Then he's going to stop. And then he has to stop for 10 hours. Once that 10 hours is up, the second that 10 hours is up, He's got to get up and do it all over again. Now, that is the perfect world, right? That is, he will get there on time if he does it exactly like that. But you know what? We're going to throw some traffic in there. We're going to throw a three-hour slowdown in Nashville. Now he's three hours behind schedule. He's done everything right. Three hours behind schedule now. So now he's got to make that up somehow. How's he going to make it up? Can't speed. He can't. You see, folks, you got to understand, that's the life of a truck driver. It's a very cut and dry on paper, this is what you have to do type of job. But life is not like that. It's got all these gray areas. It's got all these these factors. It's going to be traffic. It's going to be construction. It's going to be an accident. It's going to be snow. It's going to be rain. All that stuff. And it leaves no time to say, I want to stop and get something to eat. I want to stop and get a shower. Every broker, for the most part, and some dispatchers, most dispatchers, they'll book those loads without figuring in any time for you as a human being to experience any luxury of life and what i mean by luxury of life is sitting down and having lunch just let me sit down no it's grab something throw it down your freaking neck as quick as you can try not to have to eat while you're driving and go and go and go and get that truck empty and the second that truck is empty go get it filled back up again and go your life is literally just the next load Now, granted, that would be perfect if you had these fancy-schmancy robot trucks out there doing the job for you. But that's not the case. There's no such thing. You're never going to see it in your lifetime. So we have truck drivers out there living this miserable existence, you know, getting their asses handed to them left and right. And you have the luxury of saying, well, if you don't like it, fucking quit. There's other jobs out there. Okay. Well, I tell you what, David W., I'm going to call out to every truck driver from sea to shining sea to quit today. To quit. Let's all just go home. Let's render every single truck useless. Then what? Then what? I know what your liberal ass is thinking. You're not gonna say it. You're never gonna say it. You know who's gonna do it. That's why you, uh... That's why you want him here. But anyway... What the fuck do I know? I'm just one of them stupid truckers that you can't wait to see get put out of a job. We're not going anywhere, David, at all. We're going to do what you don't want to do. We're going to actually do what you can't do. I did a little deep dive on your ass and it took me about 10 minutes to realize you could (laughs) never do what I do. I actually offered that little pop tart an opportunity to come meet me and just show him the truck, have him sit in the son of a bitch. Hell, if it was my truck, oh my god. Son, I'd have had you at least take it for a little lap around the parking lot. But you wouldn't have done it. You're too busy building helicopter engines on the side in your garage. Your dumbass is playing World of Warcraft more than anything or LARPing on the weekends. Or whatever else you uh, do. Hey. That's none of my business. You do what you want to do there, Skeeter. But I hate to break it to you. If you're listening to this and you want to get rid of truck drivers, you better, you better grab a Snickers because uh, we ain't going anywhere for a while. Now, granted, we're going to continue to eat shit. We're going to continue to put up with shit. We're going to continue to deal with shit. But we're not going anywhere. It's just a fact. And to my fellow truck drivers, instead of bitching and pissing and moaning all the time, you understand that, right? You get it. This is a recession-proof job. Yeah, we'll deal with pay cuts. We'll deal with privilege cuts. We'll deal with a lot of shit. But they're never going to eliminate our job. That's never going to happen. They'll eliminate that IT douchebag. That guy, you know, packing up his little brown wood grain looking box. You know, every time people get fired from the office, they pack up that that box. Everybody knows that that little paper box that we always always see when you get fired. Got the little handles cut in it. That's what they get. They got their little uh, foam finger and their... Family pictures and their stapler and all that shit shoved in there as they walk out to the freaking parking garage and pack their shit because they've just been deemed irrelevant. Maybe that's why they think that we're disposable. Because they work in a sect of uh, society to where they are. And they think that works that way for people like us. They look down on us, they think that we're replaceable, you know, but we're not. You're always going to need the people to work on the sewers and build the buildings and pour the concrete and drive the trucks and all that shit. How do you think your freaking mansions get built? And you know what's funny about those mansions that get built? When we see your pretentious ass get thrown out of them because your job got eliminated and ours didn't. Yeah, it sucks to hear, doesn't it? This is my cry out to my fellow truck drivers. Once again, for you to hold your head up high and know you're a hell of a lot more important than you fucking think you are. You truly are. I don't want to say that we're untouchable, but we're untouchable. And we're going to be untouchable, and we're going to be safe in our jobs as long as these sniveling, snot-nose douchebags absolutely have to have their... Amazon Prime package Their little scented Candles within 12 hours of ordering them Their triple ply Toilet paper to shove up their ass And their hello fresh Bullshit to convince them that they're making Good choices even though they're fat as fuck It's funny It's funny how this world works the people that are most important are looked upon as insignificant and the people that are insignificant think they're the shit God, did COVID not teach some of these fucking people anything? I mean, I know it taught them that, you know you could just go home and get free money Would they say 66% of our workforce is just not working anymore? They've just taken themselves out of the workplace? They just choose not to work? When COVID happened? It's amazing. I didn't miss a fucking minute during COVID. I worked my ass off. I had my little letter saying I was essential. My little, I could go anywhere letter unless it was to go inside and get something to eat or a cup of coffee. Who remembers when Love's was pouring your coffee for you? They had the little tables up to where you couldn't go up and get your coffee. They had to pour it for you. And all the stupid, shit, we would see during the, the pandemic. People would sit there and handle money with their rubber gloves and keep the same ones on, but yet tell you you couldn't touch the it couldn't touch the handle on the coffee dispenser. Yeah, okay. All right. I think I wore a mask four times during COVID and I never missed a day of work. Yet these assholes hiding behind the comfort of their own front door, wagging their finger on their cell phones on TikTok and YouTube and Facebook, going, Stay home. Stay home. Unless you're a truck driver or a nurse. And then, could you please go to work? Please. Please. Pretty please. Just just wear a mask, please. God, I think, honestly, I think COVID, the only purpose of COVID was to show publicly, on the public stage, how stupid society is now. I mean, people wearing fucking maxi pads on their nose. That happened. That was a real thing. I don't know. How'd I get on a COVID ramp? Oh, David W., the douche. So yeah, I dealt with that this week. I dealt with that little fruitcake telling me that uh, I'm insignificant. He can't wait until I go bye-bye. I'm sorry, David. I'm here. I'm staying here. Actually, I'm moving in with you. I'll be over later on tonight. Don't worry. We'll stay up all night, pop popcorn, and we'll build a fort. I think you'd probably like that, wouldn't you? yeah David you can lie but your boner can't anyway sorry folks I went there hmm. I should probably get canceled for that one good I don't care <sighs> folks this is what we deal with as truck drivers if you're not a truck driver it's a it's a harsh reality it's it's a harsh reality to realize and know for a mathematical fact that you're needed more than society is willing to admit and we're hated so easily in the public forum. And it's I'm sorry, we're we're a necessary evil. And I think one of the reasons why a lot of us become truck drivers is I guess I can only speak for myself. This may come as a shock to you, but I've got a bit of a problem with authority. I know. Let that one settle in for a second. <sighs> I truly do. I have a problem with authority. I have a problem keeping my mouth shut. You know, you, I'm not going to fare well in an office setting. I've done it, I've tried. <laughs> and I hated it I fucking hated it like what do you mean I can't tell that asshole that he's an asshole what do you mean I can't slap that son of a bitch in the face you know what just put me in a truck leave me to fuck alone just let me get in the truck let me listen to my music let me listen to my podcast my audio book let me drive the fucking truck and occasionally I'll deal with some jacked dick in a fucking car that I know I could eat for lunch brake check me and I'll let the fucker go. And as he drives away thinking he got me, I'm just going to go, Thank you. Thank you. That's all you have to say to me, buddy. Thank you. I let you live today. Because I know what my truck could do to you. And I chose not to do it to you. And I won't do it to you. That's my responsibility as a professional truck driver to make sure your ungrateful fucking ass can go home and do whatever it ever is you do late at night when your wife goes to sleep. See what I did there? You guys know what I'm talking about. The kids don't know what I'm talking about, but I know what I'm talking about, and so do you. So, yeah, it's it's just part of the job. It's that certain level of suck that I always talk about. There's a certain level of suck in every job. If you're in sales, you got to deal with assholes. You're in real t- retail, you got to deal with assholes. If you're in the medical field, you got to deal with assholes. If you're in the law enforcement, boy, you got to deal with assholes. And if you're in trucking, you got to deal with fucking assholes. It just happens. It's what it is. So, but anyway, yeah, that's it's just uh it's just the long and short of it. So anyway, I am going to end that topic right here right now because i'll probably go on for another 54 fucking minutes about david w you son of a bitch but um yeah lastly what i'm gonna do probably the rest of the week is i'm gonna try to get as many podcasts as i can in as 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 much as humanly possible i will keep them coming for you guys um I do have other stuff i got to do. I've got to do another YouTube. i got to do a couple YouTube videos before I head back out again. And i got to finish polishing because we're going to be swiftly going into truck show season. And so I've got to do a lot of polishing. And you know what? Here's the thing. I've got to do a lot of polishing. And here's a reason why. And I'm going to take this opportunity to give a shout out to somebody. And you know who you are. And I hope you're listening, you son of a gun Recently I was back at the yard Over in Cartersville, Georgia Had to get a little work done And I tell you what Great group of guys In the shop I love those guys Jesse, all of you guys out there But there's this one guy it Goes by the name of Jacob Fucking Jacob Jacob you little son of a bitch You little chrome killing Touching my bumper Son of a You know what I gotta have a drink I have to have a drink right now I get a nervous twitch When I think of Jacob This fucking guy This fucking guy He's working on my truck Right Jesse. Jesse's a good shit I like that guy he's a good fucking shit Love him. I love seeing those guys on the night shift. But I got to put up with the guy, this one guy that that uh, that works with him. He, his name's Jacob. And uh, every time he works on my truck, he scratches the chrome. I'm a polishing fool. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I have an addiction to polishing. My truck's got to be perfect at all times. And this little Tasmanian devil of a human being. Every time he touches my freaking truck, it's like he's got sandpaper instead of fingerprints on his hands. And he just goes, goes fucking ham on my truck and scratches the shit out of it. Well, we're in the shop the other day and he puts my bumper up and it was like, he just got done eating Kentucky fried chicken covered in Aunt Jemima's syrup, sprinkled in gravel. And he's got it all over his hands and puts my freshly polished bumper up and scratches the ever-living bejesus out of it. And I look at it. And in my mind, I'm like, no. And he's smiling. He's smiling like, hey, no biggie. And then he goes, I'm like no you fucking didn't He's like yeah I did And Jesse's like oh shit no he didn't I'm like yeah he fucking did This fucking guy And he goes And he's like hold on Stokey I got it And he goes and gets this hard ass You know those brown paper towels You get in the elementary school bathrooms Or the truck stops and shit You know it's like that 40 grit Freaking boulder grit Bullshit paper towels And decides to I don't know make it worse and just uh, Jacob hold on I need another drink Jesus Christ Jacob you little son of a gun I'm going to get you some damn some microfiber mittens and you are not allowed within 10 feet of my truck unless you're wearing them I'm going to wrap you in bubble wrap put I unless unless you're wearing gloves made out of Velvet and Puppy Ears. I don't want you touching my truck anymore. Your your theme song should be, I came in like a wrecking ball, you chrome-killing jack nut. I know you and Jesse are sitting in the shop right now, and I know Jesse is pissing all over the front of his pants right now, pointing at you, laughing at you right now. and <laughs> I know you're hating it, but it's okay, buddy, because you know I love you. You know I got a cigar waiting for you. And guys, all in all seriousness, those guys are great. I love Jesse. I love Jacob. I love all the guys that work there in the shop. They're a great group of dudes. And I wouldn't trust the old beloved Orange Crush in anybody's hands other than them. As long as Jacob wears some fucking wool mittens, you chrome-killing son of a bitch. Anyway, guys, I hope you're happy, healthy, loving, and living life. I hope you are enjoying everything. That you possibly can. We get to go on this this little merry go round of bullshit one time. So, hey, it's your job to die on E. Frickin' mash that throttle. Do your thingy thing. Live with everything you possibly can. And enjoy life with everything you possibly can. Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. And fuck everybody that wants to tell you to shut up. Trust me, I'm living proof, and I'm loving life. Enjoy it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for being here, and stay tuned for the next episode of Stogie From the Road. And old Bonnie and I will be seeing you on the back backhaul. Giddy the fuck up. <laughs>
0: Gotta let out the beast Revolutionary, gotta let out the streets Locked in a cage, I'ma let out the, let out the let out Wake the. up, get out the sheets We came for one more man, forget my peace We take the west, I'll take on the east I'ma put him in the cage, never let out the yeah. I hear him chat to the noise Move too quick, can't stop for the talking I hear him chat with the boys Man's so tough, but man's keep talking yeah. just too sharp with the prize. Like girls, let her tell me I'm awesome yeah. Hot like fire on the pine If you wanna touch, my please Awesome. beg, please get on your knees. Came from the jungle, up in the trees. I got a few tricks up in the sleeve. One wrong move, I'ma let out the, let out the let out big the. shoes, check out the crease. Blow like I'm bigfoot, step on the beat. Make a man's run till he step out the cleats When the whole place scream, gotta get out the. Yeah, I, I hear him to the noise, move too quick, can't stop for the talking. I am him chat with the boys, man's so tough, but man's keep walking, yeah. Dress too sharp with the prize, fight girls, better tell me I'm awesome, yeah. Like fire on a pan. If you wanna touch Mount Vesuvius, caution. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. sin